How is your relationship with money? My name is Chris Cooper, and every week on this podcast, I try to ask one big question for you to chew on over the weekend. I call it Food for Thought Friday, and this week I'm asking you, how do you feel about making a lot? When I was a kid, money wasn't really scarce. We just didn't see a lot of it. My parents were not hoarders, but they were definitely savers. And there's a big difference between being a saver and being an investor. A saver is a protectionist strategy. You take your money off the board. You tuck it away from sight so you're not tempted to spend it and nobody is tempted to grab it away from you. An investor believes in letting money do work for them. So they leave it on the board. They put it in places where it can grow like compounding interest, maybe retirement savings plans, maybe stocks, maybe bonds, or maybe, for a select few of us, that's our own business. A dollar invested in my first gym, Catalyst, in 2005 would be worth well over $20 now. Luckily, I invested thousands of dollars back then in equipment, but I also invested a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. A ton of time, way more than I needed to, in fact, if I had learned my lessons earlier. Because time doesn't compound money, but wisdom does. And in a conversation with another mentor from Two Brain Business today, Jay Williams, I was saying, I wish I had learned things three years earlier. Imagine, instead of screwing up the first four years of my gym, practically going bankrupt, spending 16 hours a day harming my relationship with my wife and myself and all my friends, imagine if I had learned those lessons on day one and started making a profit a lot earlier. I'd be three years further along by now. I'd probably own two other buildings or I'd be netting more. I would already own several pieces of property and cottages and boats and cars. Things that I'm looking forward to purchasing in the next year, I would already have. I'd already be able to invest more in my coaches, in my family, in things that I care about if I had learned this stuff earlier. Because wisdom, like money, compounds. But effort and time don't compound. Spending a lot more effort at your business, just putting in more and more time, spinning your wheels, listening to podcasts without taking action, reading books on which you don't take action, these things don't compound, except when it comes to lack of sleep. You know what else compounds? Myths. Myths about money and effort and work and the entrepreneurial lifestyle. About a year ago, I wrote an article called The Hustle is a Lie because I'd learned the hard way that merely spending a lot more time and energy didn't necessarily improve your business. You've heard it before, work smarter, not harder. It took me a long time to figure that out on my own. But what compounds this tragedy is first ego. I just believe that I would figure it out on my own even though nobody else does. All the other successful people in the world have mentors. And myth. The myth that money was bad. That making a profit doing something we love made us a bad person. Or that wealthy people were necessarily crooked. Somehow they were getting away with something that we would never be a party to. That being profitable meant selling out. In fact, three years ago, if you went back on Facebook posts, if I had said the word profit in some of these Facebook groups, I would have been stoned by people. 
Because profitable was not the CrossFit way. Martyrdom was the CrossFit way. Until people started figuring out that profit is what kept gyms going for 50 years. How is your relationship with money? Is fear of success actually holding you back? If you listen to my friend Keith Zimmer's episode on this podcast, you'll hear a story about being brought up poor. And as Jared Perlmutter, owner of Brick CrossFit, once told me over coffee, nobody cares about money until they need it. Then it's all they care about. And if there's one thing I know from working with families who really don't have a lot of money, it's that they think about money all the time because they have to. They have to think about every single thing they do and where that next dollar is coming from. So when gym owners become successful, one of the big conversations that I have to have with them is what to do with their money particularly how to spend their money. One redeeming factor of being broke is that poverty is its own structure. You don't spend a lot of money because you don't have a lot of money. You can't overspend because you're sitting at zero or hopefully you haven't maxed out your credit cards. One thing CrossFit has preached over and over through the years is don't take on a lot of debt. Pay off your debt as fast as you can. And that's great advice, except not in a business. In your personal life, no, you don't want a lot of debt. But in business, there's good debt and there's bad debt. And if you have a bad relationship with money where you've been taught to save or hoard or maintain this poverty attitude, then you will never become an investor who puts your money to work. Now, in my parents' generation... Being a good saver was enough. You could get back then 8, 9, even 10% interest on a basic savings account. What do you get in a basic savings account today? Nothing. What do you get through proper investment today? You might get 7 or 8%. What do you get from growing a business today if it's successful? Maybe 20 times ROI. What do you get From knowledge and accountability and taking action, infinity, my friend. The world is your oyster. One of the reasons you might not be making a million dollars a year at a CrossFit gym is because of your own limitations, and it might be time to reevaluate your relationship with money. Are you scared of it? Are you scared of losing it? Is money holding you hostage? Have a great week.